Ad Speaks Houston is the Addy Award-winning podcast giving you the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing. Created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. On September 16th, uh, here in Houston, the American Advertising Federation had the power of TV advertising presented by Effective, talking about audience delivery across all platforms, using data to build brands and, and creative matters as well. Important stuff as it relates to advertising. Effective is the uh, advertising sales division of Comcast Cable, helping local, regional, and national advertisers use the best of digital with the power of television to grow their business. Effective provides multi-screen marketing solutions to make advertising campaigns more effective and easier to execute. That's a good idea. Headquartered in New York, offices throughout the country, including Houston, Effective has a presence in 66 markets, nearly 35 million owned and represented subscribers. And today we have the opportunity to talk with a a couple of folks from Effective. Uh, Lisa Ahern is a VP of uh, Product Marketing Effective. John Brower is Executive Director, Data, Insights, and Innovation Effective. You guys run the show, right? I mean, just tell we me try. straight out. <laughs> <It's right. laughs> okay. So doing this podcast, uh, we got to do this quickly so we can get back to doing what you're doing here. But, you know, we're, we're talking to you and everybody is virtual now. Uh, what a year. <laughs> what a change. But, you know, I, I, I believe the strength and power in companies that are really well organized and defined uh, this is just a little hiccup. This is not a big deal. And life goes on and you're both wearing smiles and you look you look like you're having a great day and everything. Obviously, on the radio, on our podcast, we can't uh, see the pictures, but I wish we could show them because Lisa and John look very happy right now. <laughs> so happy to be talking with you guys. So thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you so you much. Know, we, uh, you know, we, we have so many things to talk about today. Uh, and I think probably we ought to start with where you came from, where you are right now. Last year, you rebranded from Comcast Spotlight to Effective. Can you guys talk more about uh, the, the change in the name? And uh, secondly, how it reflects uh, the, how you're doing business here in 2020? Uh, John, Lisa, I'll let you take that. Sure. So over the past few years, our organization really started to evolve from our origins of a local spot advertising sales company to an audience delivery company. And we realized that our name having Spotlight was not necessarily representative of the kind of, of solution that we were able to provide. And we really wanted to rebrand and embrace the power of TV in our name. So we chose the name Effective because we really felt that it's combining the best of digital with the power of TV. And our approach really shifted from a, an ad sales conversation to a consultative operation with our sellers, having conversations with our clients to find out what they needed from us. And from there, we embarked on an opportunity to really start creating multi-screen, what we call cross-reach solutions that deliver the advertiser's outcomes based on four simple steps. We find the advertiser's audience across all screens. We target them efficiently and effectively. We report on what happened, and then we prove the impact of the campaign on their business. That's good. John, what about you? Yeah, I think we intentionally kept TV in our name to emphasize the ability of TV to, to drive broad audience reach and really focusing on the fact that that's central to any marketing, any marketing campaign. 
television is so powerful. The sight, sound, and motion of that big screen remains a source, uh, a trusted source for information and entertainment. At this point, we're still seeing that households are spending five and a half hours a day watching live TV, uh, which is pretty incredible. And with that, television is a, a perfect platform for finding your audience and reaching them with those powerful uh, messages. Uh, but uh, one of the big things that like, at, along with the rebrand we focused on is that TV today is different than before. People have so many more choices. Yeah. People watch 34 or more networks in a month and spend a ton of their time outside of prime time where, you know, traditionally television, we might focus on um, planning to uh, reach people during that prime time uh, window but really people are consuming throughout the day and across multiple devices. And we really have to rethink how we uh, reach audiences in this new TV world. So you really have stepped up to the challenge and you're so, it's so true. We watch TV, we consume media so much differently. Uh, two years ago, five years ago, a decade ago, there's no resemblance whatsoever. I love the name Effective. I, you can't do better than that as, as far as that goes. Well, you, you talked about uh, the evolution of TV and data. And if you go back to the 60s and earlier, there was no data. It was like, we'll deliver what and keep your fingers crossed and a little bit of smoke and mirrors here and there. So obviously consumers, uh, uh, business owners and such and agencies are demanding uh, a little bit more legitimacy and accountability for that. So this is a, a very good move for you guys. So what has the, the evolution of, of TV and data uh, meant for advertisers uh, trying to reach specific audiences. This has got to be a good thing. Yeah, it's it's really exciting. It's it's a super exciting time to be in television. Um, the the new behaviors that we have really require us to challenge those long held beliefs about TV and and TV advertising. Again, traditional plans may have focused on a short list of networks and uh, buying primarily in prime time, but when you look at how people are watching and match your plans to those audience behaviors, you find that you have to buy more networks, you have to buy more day parts, you have to change your mix and focus on different ways of thinking about TV. The, the thing that we found was working with traditional data and tools is challenging. You, you, part of the old habits were born out of the tools and systems that we were working with. As part of Comcast, we have our own proprietary data that we can work with that really helps us make it easy to find those audiences and build plans that that really allow advertisers to maximize the reach of their campaign and find the right people to deliver their messages to. We have real deterministic measurement of, of viewing. So we know specifically what those Comcast subscribers are, are, are watching. This is different from the traditional modeled or probabilistic data that we worked with in the past. So we have a much stronger foundation for our campaign planning, optimization, and measurement. Yeah, you know, and, and what's so great is that all of the amazing work that John and his team is doing in terms of uncovering the insights from Comcast viewership data, working with our product strategy and development teams, we were able to enable the ease of creating these data-driven linear campaigns for our local clients of every size through what we're calling audience intelligence for local. And what it's really doing is it's taking away that model, as John said, of saying, I want to run um, my all of my ads on Real Housewives or back in the day, L.A. Law or ER or some of these big name shows that when we didn't have as many choices, 
everybody would be watching. Today, again, because the TV environment is so fragmented, we are now flipping the model and modernizing what we do to match linear, I'm sorry, to match digital, so that we are really able to find the audience and deliver at an audience level. So we have a product out today where an advertiser can come to us and choose one of over 100 audience segments. Let's say it's an auto dealer and they're looking to sell Toyotas. We can create a campaign that identifies the right audience households and the areas where people are most likely in market to be wanting to buy a Toyota. And then we deliver a campaign against that audience segment that's efficient and effective. Really, again, flipping the whole TV buying model on its head and being very strategic in how we do it while also maintaining that broad reach that delivers still that top of the funnel marketing message. As awesome as it is to have uh, these the precise measurement of viewing behavior, we also see the results from campaigns. So what we've been able to do is as we've released these new uh, television data-driven linear solutions, we're able to measure the results and learn from the recommendations that we've been making. So as we yeah. make uh, strategic recommendations, we then are getting feedback at the end of these campaigns and starting to understand what those best practices look like. So at this point, we've run tens of thousands of these campaigns and have really set up a, a, a solid set of recommendations that we bring to our advertisers uh, to help them understand how to approach TV uh, with, with these new viewing behaviors. And any advertiser would be jumping for joy, and, and they are jumping for joy now that you've uh, started doing this as well. You also mentioned local, and I think that's a real key thing here. Local, local, local. Because I, I would assume that many of the, of the folks that you're working with around the country, these are local-oriented businesses. Is that yep. correct? Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, the foundation of our business came from, being, uh, from selling local, tele local cable television. And that continues to be a core value proposition. One of the main recommendations that we work with for both local, regional, national, any type of advertiser is using the right level of ge geographic targeting to reach the right audience. Houston's actually a really good example of this because there's you know more than 200 zip codes across the sort of vast area that you have in Houston. But when you look at, say, auto purchase behaviors, it's something like 60 some two-thirds of the uh, purchases come from 80 of those zip codes and any given dealer is probably working with 15 20 zip codes that matter most for who's going to actually show up and buy a vehicle from them so what we can use our tools to do is actually focus in on those those areas within the market that are most important for any given advertiser and and build our, our linear plan to address just those people rather than the whole of houston which again is geographically vast. Uh, it's it's you know you're you're a big market, so um, it's important you, to focus on those neighborhoods. If you put Metro Houston together, you can put the cities of Chicago, Boston, Baltimore, and one other city in Metro Houston. It is exactly. So when you're saying specifically targeting these things, this is genius. I mean, as as a business owner, yeah, I don't want people up here or over here. I want them here, and the yeah. people. Yeah, what we've realized, what we found statistics about is that most local businesses, most people won't travel more than 10 miles away from their home to use local businesses and services. So we're able to really target in that 10 mile geographic area using clusters of the zip codes that are called cable zones that are able, we're able to really be very strategic in terms of how we deliver these campaigns. 
which makes a lot of sense for a local advertiser. You know, they might think, well, let me run on the local broadcast station. And they're getting such huge reach from that, which might be great from a, a branding standpoint, but how many of those people are actually going to come to their location to use their products and services? So we're much more targeted than that. I would suggest that a, a high percentage of, uh, of advertisers here in Houston or anywhere they do want that locality. They, they they do want that specificity. Uh, in other words, they don't want to talk to everybody because we're you know not they're you're not going to travel as you said a, a long distance to go somewhere. I want somebody local, local right here. So what you're doing is is phenomenal. You know this is the year of COVID nineteen, uh, and some might say can't wait for it to be over. Some others are learning and finding new ways to adapt and behave and and be better at what they do. And it has been challenging. There's no doubt about that. And hopefully you guys are staying healthy and safe and your families as well. But uh, basically COVID-19 has messed up a whole bunch of stuff, uh, restricting uh, consumers' movements, their ability to engage with local businesses. Look at the restaurants, look at the stores. I was in a shoe store and I felt uncomfortable uh, being in there. So how are you guys working with the small to medium-sized businesses here in 2020, COVID-19, 2020, to help them uh, get through this storm. What are you guys doing? Yeah, I mean, we're really just dealing with unprecedented circumstances this year. The personal and health impact of COVID is, is terrible. And all of us have had to adapt to new ways of both living and doing business. Yeah. When With the onset of COVID uh, in, the, in March, we actually started to put our data and insights to work right away, starting to look at how viewing was changing. You know, when people are working from home um, and in this sort of new uncertain area, how are they engaging with TV? What are they doing differently? Um, and we did see certainly that there's a lot more viewership happening immediately. Some of that has normalized, but there still remains differences in how people engage with television. Uh, we're seeing that live sports is, now that's coming back, we're seeing different ways that people are actually plugging in and watching uh, those those sports. It's great to see um, that uh, as as we return to a slightly more normal uh, version of life, uh, things are coming together. But really, what we've been able to do is help our advertisers understand the importance of staying present in the marketplace despite those types of changes in behavior. It's important to to stay connected to your consumers and let them know that you're available. Uh, one of the things we, we saw a tremendous success story with the home improvement store in Houston where they remained on air and uh, we were working with them, not just measuring their, their television campaigns, but really measuring how television was relating to driving traffic to their website. We saw a tremendous increase in their e-commerce business. They hadn't really necessarily focused on e-commerce as a channel, but obviously in these changing circumstances, having that e-commerce available really allowed them to continue to engage their customers and continue to uh, in sell products to them through their website, which was a, a fantastic success story. In general, we find that keeping your brand present uh, through television advertising allows people to, to remember who you are, that you're there for them, and that you have services available. And as businesses reopen, it's all, all the more important that we, we, we help our advertisers uh, engage their audiences. I think one of the important things to keep in mind is that we know that a lot of businesses are struggling and their marketing budgets may have been cut significantly, but TV is really cost effective. People might not realize that it does not cost the amount of a Super Bowl ad to run a local commercial and that our plans for regardless of how small your campaign might be 
are designed and fueled by data to maximize the impact for every business. We do have ways if you're a little bit of a larger client and, for example, you do want to cover the whole Houston DMA where, to John's point, one location might be open and another one might not. We can do a version, a creative versioning called addressable full avail where an advertiser can buy one spot across a market and choose different audience segments. And we can addressably deliver at the household level to those Comcast households the message that that advertiser wants them to see. And for the other households that might not fall into one of those specific audience segments, they'll see a brand spot from that same advertiser. So it really is maximizing the value of an advertising schedule to reach multiple audiences in a one-shot deal. From a small to medium business perspective, I can't imagine having a, a better partnership or a better opportunity to uh, to really engage because, you know, advertising, especially in COVID-19, is, is scary. And the money uh, that had been flowing is not what it was. Uh, hopefully things will get a little bit better. But what you've done here is in this in this time is you've taken the time to uh, engage with folks and to spend their money a little bit more uh, wisely. One of the things uh, that we hadn't talked about was accessibility. You did mention the cost-effective marketing, and that's a good thing. Cost-effective is a very good thing in any in any venue. The TV has often been seen as a marketing channel that requires a huge investment, both in terms of media and creative. And as a business owner, the, the average business owner, they shouldn't be doing these things. They should not be investing a whole bunch of money in, in, in rolling a gamble, so to speak. They should be doing something uh, with a little bit of thought behind it. And um, sadly, I, I, I don't know that, uh, well, more importantly, I don't think uh, small businesses are really in the business of knowing uh, how to do great creative for themselves. In other words, they need to lean on uh, folks like Effective uh, to do the right thing. So how are you guys making TV more accessible to the, the small and medium businesses, especially uh, during the uh, challenging times? I'm so glad you asked that because when we talked a little bit earlier about the evolution of our organization, one of the parts that we really wanted to focus on was that there are many people out there right now, very smart marketers, who prefer to do their own marketing plans and buy their own campaigns without necessarily having an AE, an account executive, hold their hand along the way. Yeah. And it's a lot of small businesses who are doing their business directly on self-service portals on Facebook, on Google, on Amazon. And we realized that we could be providing that same opportunity and really provide a new demand channel for small businesses who did want to run TV using their own uh, technology to do that. And the nice thing is, is that we have created this ad planner portal where a customer can build a campaign and produce a professional commercial directly on the self-service portal using the same technology that we use for our, our uh, campaigns uh, that are run by our account executives for as little as $400 in media and commercials cost as little as $295 to produce. And those commercials can be produced from five minutes to three days. And they can be as simple as having some visuals and video from your existing business, or we can have custom uh, voiceovers and sound, and, um, and even that can be done in three days. So the opportunity that we're providing and also the guidance that we're providing on the Ad Planner site to give advice. For example, we've had a couple of clients in the Houston market who have spent $400 on a month-long campaign 
targeting a 50 mile radius. When we see that happen, we know that they're not gonna get the results that they want because they don't necessarily understand that targeting within that 10 mile radius is important to them. So not only do we have guidance on the site, we also have a whole team of account executives dedicated specifically to helping these ad planner customers for their first time so that they can benefit and drive results within a small amount of, of dollars and also a small amount of time. These campaigns can run for as little as two weeks. So we give them flexibility as part of that cost-effective option to run a campaign from two weeks to three months, and they can change based on what's happening at any given moment. Yeah, we've, we've really been able to learn from our best practices with a full service, managed service, hands-on account executive driven uh, experience for advertisers and develop something like Ad Planner to build from those standards that, that, that we did. So we, we've been using our data to understand the best practice and have created a, a simple way of walking through the same process. We help you discover your audience, find the right area to work with where your stores are located uh, and, and, and build that data-driven linear plan within your budget to reach the audience that you really need to. It's been really just amazing to, to, to work through developing these new solutions using the best in technology and the best in data and really thinking about how we test and learn uh, for everything that we do from, from that audience discovery to planning to the measurement to the campaign and ultimately impact uh, on, on business uh, for, for our advertisers. The, the other area, just emphasizing, we've, we've made a self-service easy tool uh, to work with. We also have a creative agency that helps if you have a larger engagement. Uh, we have skilled professionals that can help you build that creative um, and again, plug it right into the, the I would imagine you're seeing the, lots of smiles we, from the people you've available. engaged with thus far, right? Happy campers, uh, successful, successful campaigns and things are going pretty good, right? Yeah, that's the, the, definitely the case. And it's really fantastic to have, again, the ability to, to measure that impact, to see that, you know, when you're running television ads on, on TV, people search for your brand, people visit your website there's a connection between getting the reach of that right audience in your neighborhoods and, and driving the behavior that you're, you're hoping for and the engagement with your products and services. As a small business owner, you're listening to this podcast or the radio program and you're saying, I want some of this stuff now. How do I go get it? Uh, one thing that we hadn't talked about that I do want to touch on are, are viewing habits and streaming. We touched on it a little bit here, but let's talk about it more. Obviously, consumer behavior, it's not the same as it was and it won't be next week or next year, and you guys are going to adapt and change and, and make effective uh, work as well in the future. Obviously, you're a cable company, um, but many uh, access content via streaming services. They watch on devices that aren't necessarily on the living room wall. Uh, we are a mobile society. How are you guys adapting uh, to the new world of, of TV consumption with Effective? Well, part of our strategy in terms of these cross-reach solutions where we're finding and targeting audiences really is leaning very heavily into running multi-screen campaigns. And to complement our data-driven linear opportunities, we have our digital capabilities bucketed together under what we call effective streaming. And what that really does is it enables an advertiser to deliver their audience, their message to their audience to viewers who are watching TV wherever, whenever, and however they choose on all platforms and devices. And that includes if they're watching video on demand from their set-top box, 
to watching an episode of their favorite TV show on that, uh, that channel's app. Uh, it also includes very, very high quality premium video from sources outside of the TV world. And that allows us to enable the reach of even smaller target audience that might be a very niche audience that a specific advertiser is looking to reach. But what we really try and do is work with an advertiser to identify that one audience segment that's most important to them. And then we will plan a multi-screen campaign against that single audience to deliver against both linear and streaming, reaching the whole universe of that in-market audience. Again, driving efficiency, and the reach, uh, making sure that we're reaching every person in that audience who could possibly be interested in their product as best as we possibly can. And one of the one of the keys to that is is really building again from the data that we see about how people are are consuming content across the various services that are available. Certainly, there's been an increase in streaming over the past five years, uh, with without a doubt. Uh, unfortunately for advertisers, a lot of that streaming is in non-ad supported subscription services. So what that actually means is we have to be smarter about how we engage with the, the customers that actually are viewing in platforms where we can serve ads. This is where OTT is a, a critical component or any sort of digital video is a critical component of a, vi of a video strategy, but we really see it as something that's complementary and helps in driving incremental reach over what you'd be delivering through your, your more standard television data-driven linear campaign. Uh, what we found is not only is digital an effective medium for extending reach, finding more consumers, uh, it's also a wonderful way of reinforcing key metrics for brands. Um, we recently uh, published a study where we focused on the impact of combining digital with television. So running video ads in a traditional, uh, sorry, a, a digital environment along with linear. What we found was in all key metrics, the combination of the two increased the score uh, over just running purely on digital. So as much as people may have the inclination that so many people are streaming, I have to jump into streaming media as my, as my way of reaching people uh, with my video ads, it's far more effective to to reach them with a combination of digital and uh, traditional linear television. And this is really where the the solutions that we've built have have been optimized to deliver that audience across those screens. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a good plan. You know, twenty twenty has been a tough year for everyone, uh, uh, and beneficial in some ways, and not so beneficial in others. For each of you personally, just uh, just off the top of your head. What is what are some of the good things, uh, the good aspects of uh, 2020 for you guys so far this year? I'll go with you, Lisa. From a personal perspective, it, I've had a lot more time with my family, which has been wonderful. And I saved myself an hour and a half on the subway every single day from my commute that I, I am now spending outside uh, getting away from my desk and enjoying New York City parks, wearing a mask to be safe, uh, but maximizing that time and, and using that to maintain a work-life balance. Yeah, I mean the save on the commute is a, is a good call out, Lisa. That's that's been nice. It's a, it's it's good to reconsider how you spend your time. It's also been really uh, a unique way of thinking about how we engage with our colleagues and collaborate. Uh, you, you know, as much as uh, working virtually can cause challenges, it it makes us be creative about how do we pull the social elements of our normal in office working situation into this virtual environment makes you appreciate how important your colleagues are to 
how you feel and operate every day. So, you know, just having face-to-face con- uh, contact through these virtual meetings is helpful, but like setting it up and, and trying to break out of just the daily grind of meetings and make it a little bit more social has been, has been really uh, an important part of how we, we I've, I've been approaching uh, being a manager and a people leader uh, within, with, within the past few months. So we're learning uh, new ways to do things. You know, you, you guys have both chosen a great industry uh, to be a part of. Uh, what excites you most about uh, where you are right now and where your industry is headed? And Lisa or John, take that one. I, I think for me, because I, I, I live in both the product side of the world and the marketing side of the world, is that I see what's coming next. And what we're doing today might be light years from what we were doing a couple of years ago, but there's so much more to go. And the direction that we're heading is just going to continue to provide a better customer experience, especially for small businesses, to enable them to reach their audiences, to deliver uh, the message that they want to the household that they're looking to target in a really efficient way, to develop creative that speaks to the right audience, and then to, to prove that the campaigns really had an impact on their delivery. You know, anyone who says that TV is going away or people don't watch TV anymore, don't understand that TV is shifting in how we watch, but I'm so excited because Effective is at the center of driving the industry forward to make it better uh, for both the viewers as well as for the advertisers. Really excited about that. Yeah, as somebody who's built a profession in doing data science and analytics for, for media, I can't think of a better place to be just for the, for the company that I work for and the, the time that our industry is in, in terms of the amount of change that we can bring just by bringing more sophisticated approaches to how we use data and think about uh, driving results for advertisers. This is, this is something where it's, let's really focus. We, we've always known that TV works, that when you reach your customers with a powerful message, it does impact your business. We're now in a situation where we can actually measure that, quantify it, and work with our advertisers to help them understand how to improve how they're maximizing the value they get get from television, which is, it's just awesome. There's that famous quote from John Wanamaker who used to say, I know that 50% of my advertising is working. I just wish I knew which 50%. We're <laughs> solving for that every single day. Uh, and John's team is, is instrumental in driving not just effective forward, but the entire industry in terms of how their innovations are really driving uh, that, that measurement forward. And it's, it really is. It's such an exciting time to be a part of it. I love that quote. Being accountable for ad dollars has become an essential element for any advertiser. It's a smart idea. And it sounds like what you're doing at Effective is, is really checking uh, every box. And so important now, well, as it is in 2020, it'll be uh, just as important as we move into the, the new year, hopefully without the, uh, uh, the unfortunate uh, you know, constraints of, of COVID-19. But all in all, uh, I, I love the concept. I think it's a really strategic, it's a great move on behalf of uh, Comcast. Effective is the, the advertising sales division of Comcast, helping local, regional, and national advertisers use the best of digital with the power of TV to grow their businesses. Can't do much more than that, can you? Put some smiles on your advertisers' faces and, and get in touch and find out more about Effective. Uh, it, it really is good stuff. Lisa Ahern, VP Product Marketing, Effective. John Brower, Executive Director, Data Insights and Innovation. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for having us. It's been such a pleasure.
Thanks so much. It's been great. So there you go. Now you know a little bit more about Effective. Tell a friend. Ad Speaks Houston, the Addy Award-winning podcast, is created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter. Find out more at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media with all of your friends. We also invite you to meet the people that represent District 10 of the American Advertising Federation. Check out AdTension, the podcast for District 10. Until next time, thanks for listening. Ad Speaks Houston, copyright 2020. I'm Ray Shillings.